Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Today on CityCast Philly, in West Philly, there's a cheesesteak business called Jim's West. It replaced the original Jim's on 62nd Street. And over in Delaware County on Baltimore Pike, there's also Jim's Steaks. This shop is currently owned by the son of the man who owned the original West Philly Jim's for decades. Did you get all that? Yeah, it's a bit confusing when both restaurants use the name Jim's. Now, lawsuits are flying over who can use the name of this legendary cheesesteak business. It's Tuesday, February 20th. I'm Trina Nuri, and here's what Philly's talking about. Victor Fiorillo, senior reporter at the Philadelphia Magazine. Thanks for being on CityCast Philly. Thanks for having me. Before we get into this legal battle, Victor, you've been writing about these two cheesesteak businesses for a while. But I've got to ask you, are the cheesesteaks from West Philly and Delco worth fighting over? (laughs) That is a good question. The cheesesteaks in West Philly are excellent. Um, They're being served out of what was the original Jim Steaks in Philly uh, that opened in 1939. I will have to say, regrettably, that the ones in Delco pale in comparison. Gotcha. Okay. Now, let's sort of go into a time machine, and we're going to go back to 1939, where the original Jim Steaks was located. The original Jim's is on a quiet little block in West Philly. When I say West Philly... I'm not talking about Penn and Drexel. I'm talking about deep, deep, deep West Philly, like 62nd Street, West Philly. I actually live right near there. That's where the original Jim's was, and it opened in 1939. Pat's Steaks, the famous South Philly cheesesteak spot, they invented the cheesesteak, or rather the steak sandwich, in the mid-30s. I mean, what made Jim's Steaks different from Pat's? Well, you know, all cheesesteak places have different ways of doing things. They use different rolls. They use different chop in the meat. Some places chop their meat real fine. Some places have bigger chunks. Some places tend not to chop at all. Uh, Types of cheese used, of course. The onions. Some people slice their onions. Some people dice them. So there's plenty of room for plenty of cheesesteak shops, as we have proven in Philadelphia, where there's a cheesesteak shop on every corner. Um, Jim's on 62nd Street. We don't really know if it's the second cheesesteak shop in Philly, but we're pretty sure that it was. And we know that it opened in 1939. Victor, tell me about the reputation of the gyms in West Philly. Oh, yeah, I had an amazing reputation. I moved in to the gyms West area maybe in 2005. And I would say that it was still going strong then. It was definitely very popular mostly as a late night kind of spot. And then Bill Proetto, the original owner, passed away. There was an estate, et cetera, et cetera. And things just kind of fell apart. 
And finally, we know that in 2019, it ceased doing business. But it, it was it was truly a, a neighborhood icon. Okay. And then there's a guy named Cortez Johnson. He now owns the original gyms where the original gym stakes was. And he replaced it with a similar name. So, Victor, why would Johnson reopen gyms in West Philly? So Cortez is a young guy, very Instagram savvy, completely different than the sort of old school gyms guys. So young, cool guy. He grew up around the corner from gyms on 62nd Street. And Cortez comes along last year and says he wants to open his own cheesesteak spot there. He grew up eating the cheesesteaks. He even was able to find the old cooks from when it shut down. Wow. And he said, I'm going to open a cheesesteaks shop and I'm going to bring back the original cooks. The whole time he intends to call it Jim's West or some version of that. Last year, he buys the building from the family of the guy who took over the original Jim Steaks back in the 60s, Bill Proetto. So Cortez literally grew up in the neighborhood where he probably ate some of these cheesesteaks. And then as an adult, he, you know, gets the money together and buys the building from the family that ran what we know as the original Jim Steaks. That's right. And one of the brothers in that family is the operator of the Jim Steaks in Delco in Springfield, Delaware County. So the Delco location is run by Carl Proeto, one of the Proeto brothers from the original Jim's family. And he and his other brothers sell the building that Jim's West Philly was in for decades to Cortez Johnson. Cortez goes and opens up Jim's West there over Labor Day weekend last year. Well, all of a sudden, he starts getting cease and desist letters from Carl Pareto of the Delco gyms saying, nah, you can't open a gyms here. You can't use the name. It's illegal. Uh, you're violating my rights. And the two go to court about it. I went to the court hearing in September. And it seemed like a pretty open and shut case, right? Because there was this document that said on it that no business called Jim's could ever exist at that location on that street in West Philly. And it didn't just say that Cortez Johnson could never open anything called Jim's there. It basically said for all eternity, any anybody who comes into this property, who owns this property, who inherits this property for all perpetuity, eternity, cannot open a Jim's here. Seems like a pretty open and shut case. Two hour hearing. Cortez wins at the end of the case. Cortez revealed at that hearing that there's actually a second document that doesn't say that at all. And Cortez claims he never saw the first document with this prohibition in it. Now, on top of that, Cortez, who now fortunately has a lawyer, Cortez's lawyer argues now that the agreement, which basically says there can never, ever, ever in a billion years be a Jim's here. He said that that's a clause that makes the whole contract null and void because it's basically a frivolous idea. You can never say that here is a contract that says that two billion years from now, there can't be a gyms here, which is effectively what the contract was trying to say. More on the beef between these two cheesesteak businesses after the break. 
This is CityCast Philly. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Let me just make sure I get this right. Carl takes uh, Cortez to to court and says, hey, like you can't like kind of like cease and desist. You can't use our name. And then it actually turns out that the judge ruled in Cortez's favor. That's right. He ruled against, I guess, more accurately, he ruled against Carl Pareto, who at that point was simply seeking a preliminary emergency injunction that would have forced Cortez to shut down or at least stop using the name Jim's. Victor, this is kind of mind blowing how all of this is kind of evolving. What's been Cortez Johnson's response to Carl Pareto's lawsuit? Johnson has kind of laughed the whole thing off. I mean, he has a lawyer, but the community is on his side. He's won the public relations battle. He knows how to use Instagram. He gets all the Philly rappers to come in late at night. He puts out all these reels. Everybody loves him. Everybody loves the sandwiches. And Carl Pareto is kind of rotting away over there in Delco serving not particularly good sandwiches, but he's moving forward. He could have chosen to not move forward with the case after the judge ruled against him back in September. But now he's gone and filed a full-blown lawsuit against Johnson, you know, claiming things like a breach of contract, unjust enrichment, things like that. Because he argues that he doesn't want someone else to profit over his family's cheesesteak legacy. That's right. He says that Cortez is illegally using the name Jim's. Now, Victor, I'm sure you've heard from readers and cheesesteak lovers. What have they told you? What have you heard? Should Johnson just change the name of his West Philly restaurant? Or do people think that he has a legal right to that name Jim's? The general vibe that I get in talking to people is that Carl Proeto should just let Cortez go on doing what he's going to do. Carl Proeto is in Springfield, Delaware County with the gyms. People in Springfield aren't driving to 62nd Street in deep West Philly. We just kind of know that anecdotally. So it's not like gyms in Springfield is losing a lot of money to uh, the gyms on 62nd Street. And Carl Proeto has kind of come off like a rich old dude in this whole thing, kind of a bully. Johnson, you know, again, is winning the social media and public relations battle here. And there's certainly some paperwork that seems to suggest that he could legally use Jim's West, which is what he's currently using. But, you know, ultimately, a judge or jury is going to have to sort through all this. Uh, I'm wondering if if it'll even get to trial. It's it's obviously costing Pareto a lot of money to litigate this. And it's by by all accounts, except maybe Carl Pareto's, by all accounts, Cortez Johnson is doing a fantastic job with the original Jim Stakes location in Philadelphia. And I think it's also important to note that he's brought life back to a block that is a very desolate 
blocked. You drive around there before he reopened gyms. There is nothing going on. And now he's brought a robust business to the community. There's lines down the street and around the block. So he's doing a great job. And also, I should mention that at least one, if not both, of the other Proeto brothers are actually working with Johnson on the 62nd Street project. So it's o- it's only <laughs> Carl Proeto that's making us think about this. Wow. Okay. So we won't know what happens in this case, in this beef battle, until later this year? That's right. We're looking at probably sometime around September. It's all going to come down to what happens in court with these different documents. There's going to be a lot of legalese spoken, contract law. There's these two separate pieces of paper, one of which might not be enforceable. And now it's also worth noting that Johnson has filed a countersuit against Proeto because, of course, who wouldn't file a countersuit in a great cheesesteak battle? He's claiming that Proeto has been slandering him and defaming him uh, by lying about the nature of their agreement. Uh, So both men are now suing each other. But I do know uh, that I would highly recommend you try the original Jim's West cheesesteaks. They're quite good, even if they are served on Amoroso rolls. Wait a minute. Is that a is that something wrong? <laughs> cheesesteak snobs would tell you that an Amoroso roll does not hold up to a cheesesteak. That, you know, it's all about the bread and they have their preferences, whether it's Lissio's or Sarcone's. There's lots of other bakeries. Well, you just taught me something new because I, I grew up knowing and loving Amoroso rolls. <laughs> yeah, they don't bother me. But, you know, cheesesteak snobs have, have their beef with Amoroso. Now, I grew up in this city. I grew up, I also grew up in Delco. So I know Jim Steaks on South Street. Are Jim Steaks on South affiliated with these two spots? So the most famous Jim Steaks in Philadelphia is the one on South Street, which is currently closed due to a devastating fire. I think they're expected to reopen later this year. Proeto partnered with a guy to open that spot. Proeto died and that guy just took all the shares of that spot. So he's got no he's got no horse in this particular race. But he's allowed to use Jim Steaks. So th- it brings up the other argument here, which is there is no federal trademark on Jim Steaks. They tried to get it at one point, I don't know, many years ago, and they never followed through with all the paperwork. Yeah, and it's also weird, too. Like, it's weird that the one brother is going after Cortez, who essentially is keeping the name and also, ironically, is also, it's still a cheesesteak business, but did not go after the gyms on South Street. That's right. Mm. Okay. Yeah. No, the gyms on South Street, nobody's... No one's touching it. No one's touching that. All right. That's Victor Fiorillo, senior reporter at the Philadelphia Magazine. Victor, thanks so much for breaking this down and for joining me on CityCast Philly. Thank you. I'm off to get a cheesesteak. That's all for today here on CityCast Philly. If you enjoyed this episode about the beef between these two cheesesteak spots, tell a friend. 
rate the show, leave us a review, and hit that subscribe button. Be sure to sign up for our morning newsletter, Hey Philly, to learn more about what else Philly's talking about. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more news from around the city. Bye. Bye.